afternoon and welcome to the Desi Sportscast and it's the comedy show today, yes, after uh, missing a season of our favourite traditional sport that's been made into an international phenomenon that's even featured on Netflix. It's really good to be talking about comedy. And just for those new um, listeners and viewers to Desi Sportscast, I just want to give you a brief um overview of where where I came from on terms of comedy. I mean, I saw how the Pro Comedy League was taking off when I started the show two, three years ago, probably now. And I got really interested in seeing how this league was um, progressing and developing and I uh, wanted to cover it. And I was so lucky that I found my co-host that now become my co-host because he gave me such an insight and so much knowledge and got me really into uh, comedy. I think I joined season seven uh, and I was really looking forward to season eight after all the knowledge and information and entertainment he gave me in covering that, that uh, I really became a big fan. Um, and obviously it helps that there's a team um, from Gujarat uh, that kept my interest as well. But uh, that man was the one and only uh, Prasan, Prasan, it's so good to have you back talking about Kabaddi because it's down to you, my friend, that I'm into this sport and was so looking forward to season eight, but we've had to wait an extra year, so the build-up is even more, but um, you really got me started in this sport and I can't thank you enough because I've loved every second of season seven. I've followed the documentaries on Netflix. Um, how have you uh, missed uh Pro Comedy League in the season, well, it was meant to be 2020, was meant to be season eight. How long's uh, this two year? How long, how, how has it been for you? Well, first of all, Bharat, uh, great to be back here. Uh, I still remember our first conversation. Uh, I mean, the first time we spoke, uh, you know, it was over WhatsApp. You asked if you could call. I was like, yes, please. And then we just spoke and spoke. It wasn't even the show. It was just the first conversation we were having about Kabaddi. And uh, from there, you know, to have grown uh, in this journey, in the show, I think I can't thank you enough for uh, giving me this opportunity. So, uh, yeah, it, it's been a very tough year, honestly, without Kabaddi, because that's something that, uh, you know, I followed very passionately. Um, over the over the last few years, um, of course, the Kabaddi auction that happened was something that was very exciting. I woke up as early as 5 a.m., uh, couldn't wait. Uh, even though the auction was at 6:30 in the evening, I was on my uh, I was on my toes. I was just like jumping around, you know, like a young kid on the first day of school. It was all a great time, and uh, obviously, PK is returning and can't be more excited. Uh, but wow. yeah, it was a great auction as well. The passion and enthusiasm for your sport is what got me into it because when I started, I mean, that was just a podcast we did back then. I remember the phone conversations, and uh, but it came through over the phone of how much you are into this sport, and uh, you know, really, that's the reason I've got into it as well because you made it so interesting. And with your knowledge and insights, you know, it helped me a lot as well. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to the podcast at that time will have picked up and started following comedy down to you solely. So I can't thank you enough as well for getting me into it. And our friendship has uh, developed since then. So for all the listeners and viewers, that's how far back uh, we go. And um, But it's all down to this man. Um, how much, I know you said you woke up early looking forward to this uh, auction. How, how was the build-up in India? I mean, we've had this... Uh, what, two-year break now? How was the build-up in India? How, how much were people looking forward to this? Because it's become a really major sport now, hasn't it, in India, over six, seven years? 
Yeah, I think the sport has certainly grown leaps and bounds from where it started off in 2014. Um, since then, a lot of names have become household names, really. Uh, you know, if you go to nooks and corners of uh, the country, uh, you will hear names like Pardeep Narwal, Rahul Chaudhary, Ajay Thakur. And that's what sort of Kabaddi has brought to the Indian sports uh, sphere, which has um, sort of gotten all these names. Uh, gotten the game actually a lot more popular than uh, from just being on the mud to getting onto the mat as well. So, um, I think the build-up was fairly good uh, because there were so many names involved in the auction. You know, names which I just mentioned, you know, you wouldn't expect the teams to release them because they've been proven performers. Uh, but this auction really, um, for the first ever time, Pardeep was in the auction and he wasn't retained by the Pirates. That by itself became like a, a huge bit of news. Um, there was some, uh, like I said, Ajay Thakur, uh, Rohit Kumar, uh, Monu Goyad. So many big names were released by the teams. And um, honestly, it was surprising uh, that these many names were released. But uh, you can expect that because it's been a two-year period. Uh, there have been new names that have come out uh, from the senior nationals and from the domestic uh, tournaments that have happened in Kabaddi. So, uh, overall, I think the build-up was fairly good. Everyone was looking, uh, especially at where Pardeep Narwal would go. And uh, the hype didn't, I mean, obviously, the way he was sold to the UP Yota certainly lived up to all that hype. Now, just like the first time, there'll be a lot of uh, listeners, um, especially outside India, not in India. I know in India, everybody will know about Kabaddi and how it works in the Pro Kabaddi League as well. But in terms of the players, because of that missed or postponed season eight from 2020 to now, um, have there been, do they play for organizations or state teams? Have there been tournaments uh, during that time? I know the restrictions were lifted at the start of the year in terms of team sports and things like that. So have they been busy, as it were? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, since last March, it's obviously been hard. Um, I've actually been in touch with a couple of players uh, who I've known, you know, who have built relationships with over the course of the PKL. And they've told me that obviously they haven't had a chance to participate in tournaments simply because of the COVID restrictions um, of the whole country going on lockdown and in quarantine and things like that. Uh, but off late, over the past three, four months, tournaments have opened up. We also had the senior nationals that happened. Uh, we had the K7 Kabaddi tournament that happened. So a couple of tournaments have uh, did start opening up before um, the PKL auction happened. Uh, which sort of managed to unearth some new talents. Uh, we saw the names of like Govind uh, Gurjar. And we, we saw so many uh, young players actually being brought uh, bought in the auctions, uh, the likes of Rinku as well. Um, so overall, I think uh, the Kabaddi was certainly hit. Uh, I have a feeling, I mean, I'd like to say that probably Kabaddi was the most hit sport um, simply because of it being a contact sport. Uh, it was announced that it would probably take uh, this next season, PKL 8 would happen in 2020, March, April. And then the pandemic happened, so then it had to be delayed by like two years. So, uh, But now we're finally back and um, I'm sure the players can't wait to get started. And again, just to give an overview of how the auction operates. So each of the teams were able to retain a maximum of six players. Is that right? Or Yeah. Um, uh, from their Season 7 squads. And then they had 4.4 crores to spend in this auction. And they can build up a squad using that money of uh, 18 to 25 players with a maximum of four foreigners. I think that's pretty much the overview of the auction, wasn't yeah. it? So let's just talk about the release players. Because like you said uh, earlier, a lot of names caught, you know, big names were released by some of the teams. And you mentioned Pradeep, even Siddharth. Um, what were your reactions to when you saw that list? Because you said there were a lot of big names that were released. And what... Not only your reaction, but what were your thoughts behind this, the team's thinking as to why they would release such big names? 
I think what happened uh, in the last and the auction before that was that these players were obviously bought at a very, very high price. Um, someone like, you know, Monu Goyat, for example, was bought for 1.51 crore. Pradeep Narwal has been retained for the last, you know, four seasons that he's played with the Patna Pirates. Um, and obviously, Siddharth Desai also came at a very, very high, high price tag for the uh, Telugu Titans. Uh, the Tamil Talaivas opted to release all their players because they obviously had a horrific season. Uh, Gujarat Giants, I mean, again, uh, they didn't have too many star players in that side. It was more of a young squad that they had. Uh, they opted to release Sachin Tanwar and uh, unfortunately couldn't get him back. Uh, Bengaluru Bulls also retained, obviously retained Pawan Saravat. There was never going to be a doubt of that. Mm-hmm. But they, re- they released Rohit Kumar and a fair few other players and opted to retain a young coach. So, uh, I, I think that the teams were looking to sort of uh, release their players only because they wanted to free up their purse. Um, I even, uh, you know, did speak to BC Ramesh, who's the coach of the Bengal Warriors. And he was saying the same thing, that he wasn't looking to retain too many big players. Uh, you know, the likes of Rinku Narwal. Obviously, I mean, he did retain a very, very good core of players in Manindar, Mohamed Nabi Bak. So, um, just to give the listeners a little idea, when, when we're saying things like they, re- they release Pardeep Narwal, they release Siddharth Desai, uh, it's probably equivalent to RCB releasing Virat Kohli or CSK releasing MS Dhoni. So, these are big, big names who have sort of, you know, really uh, de- helped develop the sport of Kabaddi and in specific the PKL. So, uh, I was honestly surprised. But in terms of a team perspective, I think it was simply to uh, free up that purse and see if they, could, uh, if they could get back these players cheaper or through the FBM card, uh, which was the final uh, bid match card that they had. And that is a big risk in terms of uh, using that final bid. Do you want to just explain that, how that worked? Because there were restrictions in terms of that as well, wasn't there? Yeah. So every team had two uh, FBM cards to um, sort of final use. Final bid uh, match. Yeah, final bid match cards that they could use. So uh, if we were to take a cricket equivalent, it's something related to the RTM card that the IPL has. Uh, right to match. So basically, when a team, let's say, uh, if Bharat is uh, Bharat was playing for the Gujarat Giants in the previous season, and uh, oh, I would have been uh, Gujarat... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you'd be retained. But if if they if they were thinking like the Patna Pirates to release Pardeep, uh, you'd never know. So <laughs> let's let's just say hypothetically, which would never happen. Oh, it's definitely uh, hypothetical. The... Yeah, Bharat was released by the Gujarat Giants, uh, and the Bengaluru Bulls bought him for let's say one crore. Uh, the Gujarat Giants, uh, they could, you know, use their FPM card and match that price of one crore and sign Bharat back for a price of one crore. So that's basically how the FPM card works. And okay, so that's uh, and we'll talk about that because there was one big player that was uh, picked up on that, and we'll talk about that in a second. But um, in terms of the released, the Tamil Talivas released, like you said, the most. Um, surpri- in a way, not surprising because how they finished season seven, uh, but. Still a little bit surprising that they thought the squad, there was a huge issue with the whole squad. Uh, because normally when you're allowed to release players, you're going to be releasing the players that you think are not going to make the difference. And they couldn't, they didn't have such a bad squad, did they, that they released so many players? Well, I think to be very honest, they had an excellent squad. But the problem is, this, the full squad was filled with veterans, if you look at it. They had Manji Chila, they had Jasveer Singh, Ajay Thakur. Uh, Rahul Chaudhary. I mean, obviously, big names in terms of the PKL, uh, you know, sphere of players, if you look at it. And I think um, the age-old saying of too many cooks spoil the broth sort of really hit them hard uh, in the last season. Uh, they couldn't really operate as a unit. And uh, I'm not at all surprised, actually, that they released all their players. Uh, I was actually expecting them to sort of get uh, Ajay Thakur back using the FBM card. 
uh, but eventually they didn't and now it looks like the De- uh, De- dabang delhi are the new tamil talavas they've got ajay takur they've got manjeet chiller they've got joginder narwal they've got sandeep narwal and in that there's a little sam karan in navin kumar so uh, i'm very excited to see that dabang squad um, i just hope that navin uh, isn't curbed of his uh you know naturally expressive um, rating because he's going to have to listen to a lot of people in that team so uh but yeah tamil talavas are not all surprised that they released all those players they had a terrible season uh, couldn't really gel as a unit at all so they completely overhauled their side and uh, I, i think they they did sign a couple of decent players but i'm not sure they'll be completely happy after that auction and at the other at the other end um, i think it was jaipur to retain the most number of players again uh, just playing devil's advocate with a two year gap how do you know that you've you know because you've not seen them play like you said you know uh, play the sport um and you're just going on their training or whatever or what you've seen um through video conferencing or whatever because they wouldn't have been together as a group I'm I'm assuming uh, that's a lot of confidence played in that squad isn't it to retain so many players with uh, not having the full knowledge of where they are after this gap Well the thing about the Jaipur Pink Panthers and to some extent even the Bengaluru Bulls and the UP Yodha is that they they opted to sort of read in a very young team uh that there, there wasn't a player in that side who was probably I'd say 25 26 plus maybe if I can if I can probably go out on a limb and say that because I'm not sure of their ages but the Jaipur Pink Panthers obviously picked proven performers if you look at it Amit Huda one of the best right corner defenders in the country uh they opted to retain Nitin Nitin Rawal who had his fair share of injury troubles uh but was obviously a great raider he was a great left right uh left corner defender as well um amit huda right corner defender so they opted to retain that uh, the combination of pavan tr as well who's a great cover defender um elavarasan as well so a, a lot of these players uh, did well for the jaipur pink panthers and uh, you know that's why they opted to retain them so i wasn't too surprised because obviously kabaddi now is growing into a sport where you need fresh legs uh experience does matter but i think youth over experience is something that we might see a lot in the kabaddi sphere in the coming years and w- well we're going to talk about the most expensive um sold player ever but first you've got to explain to the fans of patna why they why it was a good idea to release um pradeep well um so there is a video on uh, the patna pirates twitter account if anyone's interested uh The, the there's actually a video of ram mahesh singh explaining why he didn't want to release pardeep narwal and instead pardeep pardeep narwal actually asked for the team to release him into the auction um and obviously you know that's a big statement coming from him because he wanted to see how much more he can earn and quite obviously you know the prices went over the roof and uh, he was bought for that ginormous sum of uh, 1.6 plus so um obviously it it uh, ram mahesh singh wasn't ideally looking to release pardeep but Pardeep asked for him uh, to be released into the auction um, and even after the auction there's a there's a video of Ram Mahesh Singh actually expressing sadness that he couldn't retain or rather use the FBM card to sign Pardeep because he went at such a high price so uh, unfortunate for Ram Mahesh really and unfortunate for the Patna Pirates it, it just seemed like you know Pardeep Narwal was bound to be with the Patna Pirates for like a very long time but uh, that's the nature of franchise sport i guess you can't ever expect one player to stay with the same side Uh, unless it's probably cricket i i did not well this is why you're on the show as the expert i did not know that brother passed to go into the auction yeah he did uh, i mean uh, i i wouldn't be surprised because he's obviously the league's best raider first player to get to 1000 points well, uh, that, he, that, be... why would patna allow that you I mean, it's a place eventually uh, 
it's the player's choice eventually. I mean, if, if he's going to go and tell the team, I want to be released, there's nothing much they can do about it. And they have to release him because, um, I mean, I'm not sure what goes on behind the scenes, but um, if a player wants to be released, I don't think a team can do uh, much more than that. And obviously, Ram Singh did say, I mean, Ram Singh is the coach of the Patna Pirates. So, he did mention that he was obviously, you know, disappointed that Pardeep wanted to go into the auction in the first place. Um, and those were clear signs that they were looking to sort of buy him back. But obviously, at the price of which the UP or the bottom at 1.65 crore, it was just going to be um, a little bit of a harakiri move from Patna, if I could put it that way. Because until then, until pa- uh, Pardeep's name came up, they didn't have too many big players. And there were also the BCD category players to come the next day. So, obviously, they didn't raise their FPM card for him. And it's certainly a very big loss, uh, no doubt. And um, I don't know if this needs to be said, but um, do you want to tell the UP Oza fans as to why you think he's worth 1.65 crore? Well, like I said, uh, if Kohli is a run machine, Pardeep is the rate machine. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You know, one season he scored 360, I think it was 369 points if I'm not wrong. Yeah, 369. Um, uh, the second most rate points in a single match, 34 points. Um, you know, th- the first player to 1,000 uh, plus points in his career. Um, three titles with the Patna Pirates in season 3, 4, uh, sorry, season 3, 4 and 5. Uh, you know, Pardit Narwal basically is like the, I mean, if, if there was ever a book of records for Kabaddi, I think Pardit Narwal would probably feature in every single page multiple times. That's how good he is as a raider. And um, with the skill set that he has, you know, the Dupki, he's known as the Dupki King because of the move that he does sort of goes under the radar, uh, defenders and things like that. Um, uh, that's why Kabaddi is such a beautiful sport. You have so many variables. It's never a it's never a very, very um, easy thing to, uh, you know, understand in terms of what's happening. But, uh, you know, you just need to ta- tag the defenders and go and cross the line. And Pardeep's done that way too many times in his life. And that's why he went for that high. And UPO, though, obviously, I think they were in the third or fourth position in, in Season 7. Is this the... Um... <laughs> player that's going to take him further because I think they got eliminated in the first stage. They did get into the elimination round, yeah. but then I think they lost to your boys. Um, um, but is this the difference that's going to help them get to that next stage of maybe the semifinals and final? Is he that sort of a impact by? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, I mean, uh, to, to give you context of you know how much the UP or the wanted him, uh, there was a stage at which Pardeep Narwal was at 1.6 crore with the UP Yodha. Uh, literally, no one else wanted him. Uh, you know, everyone was like, we're out. We, we can't afford Pardeep I was going to come to that because I saw the auction and uh, I think yeah. the bid was at 1.55. Then UP yeah. went without anybody else bidding to 1.6. Again, yeah. without anybody bidding, they went to 1.65. 1.65. Explain yeah. that. Why? One, I think it's a, it's a PR move that they basically wanted the name UP Yodha to come out there. But I mean, look, that's what Pardeep Narwal does to you. You just want him. You're going to get him whatever it takes. They didn't want any opposition. They didn't want anyone to come in their way of signing Pardeep. And I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised because they had a lot of money at that point in time. They didn't have too many raiders. Until then, they had just signed um, uh, Mohammad Taghi from Iran, who's a raider. Uh, and they had retained Surendar Gill um, among the retained players that they had. The four retained players in Nitesh, um, Sumit, um, Ashu Singh and Surendar Gill. So, they needed that impact player because they already had their set defence in these four players. Nitesh Kumar, obviously, the first defender to 100 tackle points and even captained the side last season. So, uh, they had that defence unit sorted out and they needed this one impact player. 
and uh, that's that's obviously why they went for Pardeep Narwar because he's had the biggest impact in the Pro Kabaddi League in the rating department. So um, I think it looks a very good squad. They even got back Srikanth Jadav using the FBM card. Um, so overall, I think this the squad shaped uh, shaped really well for them post the auction, uh, and I'm I'm honestly excited to see how Pardeep does in that uh, UP squad. Well, Jaipur seriously in that bid uh, war with uh, UP over over Pradeep because they kept mentioning um, on the channel that I was looking at, uh, Abhishek was thinking seriously about whether to match or go above UP's uh, bid. Were they seriously involved in that bidding war? Well, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, because they they certainly just retained only some uh, young players, and uh, that that didn't like dent their purse as much as a few other teams uh, didn't have money. And uh, look, if there's one thing, I think one of the best owners of teams in sports is Abhishek Bachchan. He knows his kabaddi in and out. He's there for every single game, and you can see the passion that he sort of oozes into that side. Um, there's even a documentary on uh, called Sons of the Soil uh, around the Jaipur Pink Panthers and. Obviously, there's a lot more drama there than uh, what you would probably uh, see during the whole season. But uh, that's the passion that he brings to the Kabaddi, uh, you know, uh, front. And obviously, he knows his players really well. Uh, Pardeep could have really helped that team sort of develop into a well-rounded side. Uh, and like I said, they they had all the money that they needed. But eventually, the UP or the outbid themselves and went for 1.6 Y. Uh, and that's that's what uh, the, an auction is all about. I, I was I was wondering what's going on. Why they keep bidding above, against themselves? <laughs> I couldn't understand it. But if it's a P exercise, I mean, he was already the most costliest pl- uh, player yeah. in auction yeah. history, but they were yeah. kept on bidding five uh, lakh more, five lakh more, whatever it was, and I just didn't understand why. But uh, and yeah, I highly recommend that Sense of the Soil uh, documentary. I think it's on Netflix or Amazon. That might be Amazon. Uh, it, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I wish they'd do more of those uh, inside, uh, you know, w- what we normally never see. But you can see that Abhishek is, hates losing. Um, yeah, that's, you know, you, you can see his involvement. He's one of those owners, not on, on like other franchise sports where they're in the background, but he's really passionate about this sport and his team and wants them to um, yeah, do well. That's the first thing that even comes in the documentary. I hate losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's literally the first thing that comes up. On yeah, the and um, you know, I, I love that about owners who get so involved and so passionate. They're not there just for the um, PR exercise. So that was good to see, and it'll be good to follow Jaipur this season, having seen yeah. that season, uh, that documentary as well. And also, it gave an insight into you know, it's it's a very very demanding sport and a lot of pressure on these young men, um, you know, to perform. And it's pretty much week in week out, isn't it? And it's a full contact sport. Let's face it, and uh, a mistimed tackle or something can take you out for the season. Um, and yep. they play, uh, but it's a brilliant documentary. I highly recommend it. Um, the other player I wanted to ask you about, and we talked about the um, final bid match, or uh, and uh, it happened with Sizat Desai. So if you're going to release such a star player, and then I know they spent 1.4 crore to buy him or something like that, huge amount. Yeah. But then you're going to pay similar amount in that final bit. I, I didn't understand why release him in the first place. Well, I mean, I I, I think given how uh, okay, so so Rahul Chaudhary had formed the team uh, leading up to when Siddharth Desai joined them. 
you know, just before PKL 7, uh, where he, PKL 6, he played for Umumba um, and then he went and played for the Telugu Titans and he really, really uh, made a pre- made his presence felt in that season. Um, and like like we discussed earlier in the uh, in the show, that it was all about freeing up the purse because obviously if you free up 1.45 crore from your purse or 4.4, that's you're already freeing up one fourth of your whole um, uh, your whole purse. And they were, I mean, uh, to be very honest with you, um, I'm putting this out on record. I hadn't predicted anyone would go above one crore. Uh, I had thought Pardeep Narwal will obviously cross that barrier because of like the stature that he is. But I hadn't predicted anyone else to go above one uh, one crore. And uh, Siddharth Desai's bid uh, took me by surprise. Uh, simply because he's obviously young in the tournament. Uh, he has scored 220 points. But now a lot of players have started scoring 200 points. It's like how in ODI cricket, um, you know, back in the day, uh, a 300, 350 run target was a very, very rare thing. But now, literally, teams scored 400, 430 without a without breaking a sweat. So, I was surprised. Um, I, I think the Telugu Titans certainly were looking to get him back at a cheaper price. Uh, but given that they sort of had to give, given and use their FPM card to sign him back as their lead raider, uh, they had to do it. So, unfortunate for them that they didn't uh, get too much of a profit on that. But uh, he's obviously a class player and I'm sure he'll uh, make every worth, every penny worth over there. Well, we mentioned uh, the money that uh, UP Yoda spent on uh, Pradeep and uh, Telugu Titans on retaining Siddharth. They could have done that yeah. without spending the money, but you've explained why. But the biggest spenders were Jaipur and Telugu, I believe, uh, overspending close to the budget maximum. Um, and Jaipur also retained the most number of players. So yeah. could you explain how that came about and what do you think of the money that they both those teams spent? Yeah, I mean, so so the thing is, it's really down to how you want to form a team. And uh, I think like, you know, with, with Abhishek, Bach- Abhishek, uh, sorry, <laughs> Abhishek Bachchan's involvement in the league, uh, involvement in the team, there was always going to be a question of him also wanting a few players who he really likes uh, to be in that side. Uh, you know, they, they were looking to sign some really big names. Of course, they they did get like uh, quite a few names. That uh, they uh, it really you know it was a very very big surprise for me that Arjun Deshwal went for that prize of ninety six lakh. Uh, you know on on the third day, um, he obviously did really well for U Mumbai in the limited chances that he got. But they're they're putting their trust on Arjun Deshwal. Deepak Nivas Hooda going for that prize of fifty five lakh was a shocker for me. Um, I think they really got a steal uh, with Deepak Nivas Hooda because him going for fifty five lakh. Uh, just made life easy for them. I think uh, they could just exercise their FPM card to get him back. Um, so I think overall, uh, Jaipur really have a really uh, have a well built squad this season. Uh, Telugu Titans have been known to spend that amount of money. Uh, really, you know, on Vishal Bharadwaj, Rahul Chaudhary, now Siddharth Desai, previous season as well on Siddharth Desai. So uh, I wouldn't say they've overspent. I think they certainly had their budget caps in mind and. Uh, but you know that's what the auction does to you. Uh, every every single player, every single coach you ask after the auction, how you feel that they're gonna say the same thing. They're gonna say that's how the that's what the auction does to you. So I think that's what the auction did to them. And the team that uh, spent the least was Yumumba. Um, oh. Don't team, get me started I've, on that. I've got a, such a brilliant squad. You know, I think the most they spent was uh, thirty lakhs or something like that. Any thoughts on, go on, have your say on Umumba and the I auction. have a lot of thoughts on the Umumba. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'll say it. I, I don't even mind saying it. It's their worst squad in seven, eight seasons so far. It's it's easily the worst squad that they've assembled. Um, you know, 
Fazil Atrachali is there. He's obviously a great player. Uh, they retained Abhishek Singh, who was very good for them last season for a good sum of money. Okay. But who's the lead raider in that side? They don't have a lead raider. They're, they're just going to keep banking on Abhishek Singh because they were literally sleeping all the way until Category B. And then Category C came up. And suddenly, they were all looking at these unsold players. They were trying to sign uh, all unknown names. And it was a very, very surprising thing because... Uh, to be honest, I think they had the best chance of using the FPM card. Uh, they lost out on a lot of players. They they couldn't. I, I don't even think that they have like a like a have. They don't have a perfect team because they're again going to be depending on like like a youngster like Rinku. Uh, he's not the Rinku Narwal who play, plays for the Bengal Warriors. Um, this is a youngster, and they pay thirty-two lakh or something around that for Rinku. Um, and now they've got just Fasal Atrachali from that retained unit. Uh, they've got Mohsen Maksudlu, but they don't really have any big names. And I think, I mean, to be very honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they finish bottom of the table this season. Really? After getting to the semi-finals yeah. in Season yeah. 7? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, they, they unfortunately don't have a good squad at all um, this time around. Uh, I mean, so so they changed their, uh, they changed their whole, um, you know, uh, support stuff. Uh, basically, there was a defender, Rajguru, who is now the coach of the side. Uh, and I'm not sure what the uh, internal communication was within the site, but um, it was just very, very lackadaisical the way, the way they went in for their bids. Um, it just seemed like they weren't interested to be in the auction, to be very honest. Uh, they well, didn't bid for any players. Uh, I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're seeing, you know, the likes of Rishang Devadiga, uh, Monu Goyat, both going for their base price. Uh, someone like Vishal Mane unsold. I mean... I definitely think Yumumba could have done way better than what they did. <laughs> and uh, I mean, there must be a reason they went in with that strategy of, you know, no, no big names coming in, retaining a lot of players and banking on the young talent that they've got. Because it, it is a big team, isn't it? They've got a good record in IPL, uh, PKL. Yeah. They've got a huge record. Um, obviously, given that they have won one title... Um, you know, you would expect Yumumba to have a lot of fan following. And they certainly do. You know, they have their own club as well, official club. Uh, and uh, I mean, on social media, actually, right after the auction, a lot of people were uh, slamming the Yumumba management for failing to pick good players or rather recognized players. Uh, and I I mean, I think they did the opposite of what the Talaivas did last season. Uh, last season, the Talaivas fully banked on experienced players and flopped. Uh, this season, Yumumba will be entirely depending on youngsters. And uh, I mean, as much as Kabaddi obviously requires fresh legs, you do need that bit of experience as well. And apart from Fazal Atrachali in that side, I don't see a lot of experience. And that's the reason why they're probably going to struggle a lot. Um, a couple of teams we need to mention. And I want your thoughts on how the auction went for them. Um, let's start with the home team, um, the Bulls. Um you re- released, I believe Rohit was your captain. Was he yeah. the captain? And you released him. So that was a big statement. Obviously, you kept the main man, um, Sharawat. Um, how do you think the ocean went for your uh, home team? Yeah, uh, one of the two obvious FBMs was going to be on Mahinder Singh, who was a fantastic cover defender for us last season. Uh, you know, how much ever it was, I'm sure uh, uh, Coach Randeer Sharawat wouldn't have given anything away and would have happily taken him back with FPM. Uh, releasing Rohit Kumar, I think, was more of a obvious thing because last season, he really struggled to get points. Uh, at one stage, he was even benched uh, quite a bit and Pawan Sarawat led that team. Uh, 
So I think that's what that's what's going to happen in PK late as well. Pavan leading that team, and that's like a powerhouse of Raiders. Uh, to be very honest, I think all all good names in that Raiding unit uh, at one point were probably good Raiders for their own sides. Chandran Ranjit came at a very very high price. Um, he was obviously instrumental in Dabang Delhi's uh, push until the fi- uh, final. Um, you've got Abul Fazal Maksudlu, who's a great Iranian, uh, you know, Raider who's who played for the Gujarat Giants. You've got More GB. Uh, you know, you, you've obviously got all these big names. Uh, Deepak Narwal as well at once played for the Bengaluru Bulls uh, before he moved on to the Patna Pirates. So, you've got a fantastic rating unit. Uh, but that said, I'm still a little skeptical about the defensive part of it because Amit Shiran and Saurabh Nandal were absolutely phenomenal last season. But like you mentioned during the show, uh, Kabaddi, you know, just you just need one move to rule a player out of the entire co- uh, competition. And I'm not sure the Bulls have like you know, the perfect replacements for these players. Because there's a lot of faith invested into Saurabh Nandal, who's the right corner, and Amit Shiaran, who's the left corner. But apart from them, there aren't too many big names for them to be replaced. So, on that front, I'm just a little uh, worried. They spent quite big money on Mahinda as a defender. Yeah, they were, uh, that, that wasn't going to be a surprise because I think, uh, if I remember correctly... I'm not sure, but he was one of the most cost. I think he was the top. He was in the top three costliest uh, defenders of last season, uh, and obviously he did really well for us. He's a fantastic cover defender. There's no doubt about it. He has the he has the body tackle. He has the back hold. He has everything it takes. Uh, and there was obviously going to be no way that uh, Randir was going to let him go. And uh, you have to give me a bit of hope because no star names for my home state. Uh, the Giants, uh, but they spent quite big money on uh, Ravinder Pahal uh, because defenders, let's face it, don't go for the biggest money. It's always the all-rounders and the Raiders. But he went for quite a bit of money in 74 lakh, uh, lakhs, I believe, something like that. Um, what did you think? How, how did the auction went for the uh, Gujarat boys? Yeah, I think um, Gujarat actually have a pretty solid team. Uh, you know, team. They, they, they did... Sorry? Young team? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is a young team because obviously their captain is very young. Uh, Sunil Kumar is obviously uh, probably one of the youngest captains. He is the youngest captain in the league. I mean, him and Pavan Sarawat probably are, I mean, almost the same age, I guess. Uh, but uh, they, they, I, I, I was not surprised to see that they got back a lot of their old players. Uh, Ajay Kumar, for example, uh, he was brought back. Uh, they also got back Mahindra Ganesh Rajput, uh, both good Raiders. Uh, they also got Girish, uh, Girish Ernak. Um, you know, he wasn't in the greatest of form for the Puneri Paltan last season. Uh, he was also sent home at one point in time because they wanted to give him rest and things like that. Uh, but in Girish Ernak, they've got a really dependable left corner uh, with Sunil and uh, Parvez Bensal to sort of, uh, you know, uh, take care of that cover defence. Uh, along with them, they've also got Ravinder Pahel on that uh, right corner and he's going to be an absolute handful to deal with. So, I think the defensive unit is very well structured. Um, whether the raiding unit takes care of itself is probably going to be an uh, issue for them because it's exactly the opposite of what the Bulls have. You know, the Bulls have a so-so defense and a tremendous raiding unit. Uh, the Gujarat Giants have a tremendous defensive unit, but the raiding is not so great. So, um, I think they'll struggle in that department, but otherwise they have a fairly well-rounded squad. And like I mentioned, you know, uh, the big money usually goes to raiders and um, all-rounders, but the Tamil Talivas paid the most for a defender in yeah. um, Surjit Singh. Surjit, um, value yeah. for money? 
Um, Surjit is always value for money, actually, if I'm being very honest, um, because he's one of those defenders who, um, who really gives his heart into everything he does. Uh, he was, he was obviously instrumental in the Bengal Warriors campaign as well. Uh, you know, he was a very, very vital player there. Um, I was surprised they actually let him go because, uh, you know, he, if, if you're paying that much money for a, <laughs> for a defender, might as well keep him for longer. Uh, 75 lakhs, I think he was given. Uh, so it was 92 for Manjit, 71 or 72 for Prapanjan and 75 for Surjit. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's about, uh, how much like the three highest paid players and, uh, uh, then again, like like last season, they had a lot of experience in that side. This season, they've banked on Surjit too. I think they'll definitely name him captain uh, because a cover defender obviously is, is a very, very good choice for captain. So, uh, Manjit and Prapanjan, the combination is something that I'm really looking forward to because, uh, you know, they've, uh, they've, I mean, Manjit is obviously young. He did really well in the chances that he got last season. So, uh, that investment on Surjit Singh is more for the captaincy material and the calmness he brings in that uh, defensive part of uh, Kabaddi. And we've got to mention a uh, whole host of uh, foreign players uh, came into uh, the league. And that's one thing I like about the uh, Pro Kabaddi League is uh, the amount of uh, foreign players that are really good that are showcasing their talent as well. And the biggest one that went this time was, um, if I'm reading it right, uh, for, for Iranian Chinea. Yeah. What do you know about this player? Is he somebody that you've come across before? Yeah, so he has played uh, a few, fair few games for Iran. Um, I haven't seen much of him, if I'm being honest. I uh, haven't seen him play too much, so it did come as a surprise to me as well. Uh, but he's regarded as one of the best uh, you know, players in that Iranian side. And if that's coming from someone like uh, you know, Fazal Atrachali, Abozar Migani, Mohamed Maksudlu, Mohsen Maksudlu, uh, all of them... Uh, you know, uh, praising and even social media, I think, was very happy with uh, Chennai getting that uh, contract. So, uh, excited to see what he brings to the table because the last time uh, the Bengal Warriors signed Mohamed Nabi Baksh, we weren't sure what to expect and that man absolutely exploded on the mat. So, uh, that's what the Iranians are really known for, you know. you, you I mean, at least in, in Indian players, you'd see Raiders just raiding. You, like, you wouldn't see a Pardeep Narwal going for tackles. Uh, you wouldn't see like a Mahendra Singh going for raiding. But... Iranians do everything. It's like they just want to be in the act. All and around that's proper the best part about Iranians. So, but it, it, uh, it's all, all around us. It's also amazing because I believe we've got Koreans, we've got Bangladeshis. Yeah, uh, we've got a Japanese as well. A Japanese. Yeah. Which team is picked uh, up Abe. by Japanese? Yeah, his name's, his name's Abe. Um, I, I think he was picked up by the Telugu Titans. Uh, to be very honest, I think it's going to be a very, very hard season because... Uh, you know, all players have like absolutely changed teams and, you know, one player's here, one player's there. So, by the time we figure out who's playing for who, it'll probably take like three, four matches. But, uh, yeah, so Abe Setsuro, I think was his name, He's he was signed by the Telugu Titans. And in terms of the auction, I think um, just under 50 crore was spent by all the teams. Who had the best auction, in, in your opinion? I think I know who had the worst auction. You've already probably mentioned yeah. them, but who had the best auction? Um, I, I think the Puneri Paltan certainly had the best auction. Uh, they've got a phenomenal squad. Uh, absolutely no doubt about it. I think they're the strongest squad on paper. Uh, they've got Rahul Chaudhary. They've got, uh, they got back Nitin Tomar. Um, they've got Baldev Singh on the right corner. They've got Vishal Bharadwaj on the left corner. They've also got uh, young legs in uh, Victor Oviero. Uh, they've got Govind Gurjar. Like I said, he was one of the most impressive defenders in the domestic tournament. 
they've retained a host of players they retained bala sahib jadav uh, pavan kadian they retained uh, they retained sanket savan so overall it's looking a phenomenal side i think their bench strength is also excellent uh, which is very very important pkl so uh, puneri patan look really primed actually to uh, to win their first um, pkl title and that to under anup kumar will be something special yeah and i think it goes without saying you think yumumba had the worst Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've yeah. already mentioned that, so we won't go into that. I think that was a given after what you said earlier. But we have to talk about the reigning champions, but because they didn't spend a lot of money either. I spoke to BC Ramesh, and uh, so he actually, you know, it's very interesting how auction dynamics work. He had specific amounts of money for each and every player. Uh, you know, it was like even if they go like 0.5 lakh above this, I'm not gonna buy. It. uh he was obviously looking to sign back some of his players like jeeva kumar rinku narwal who have been proven performers uh but i mean i asked them why the bengal warriors were sleeping right through category a uh they sort of came back to life later on during category b <laughs> and category c and he said you know uh so i even asked him why they signed abozar migani who's uh, who's turned out to be one of the better right corner defenders in the league and he said he didn't want to take chances uh, you know of losing other players because obviously names like baldev singh jeeva kumar um, they've all become household names in the league and uh, he didn't want to take a chance and spend too much money on them um so he's got he's got a couple of i mean the bengal warriors have got a couple of good players in that side um they obviously got back sukesh reddy using the fbm card um his trusted lieutenant uh, you know bc ramesh loves his kannada players uh, he's got sachin mitla for the left corner um they also got back uh, like i said abozar migani uh, they got back sumit singh uh, i can't remember too many others like i said it's going to be it's probably going to take some time to figure out which player joined they got rishank devadi got base prize that was something that was absolutely shocking to me and uh, so uh, i did ask him as well you know uh, what was the strategy behind uh, getting rishank at base prize and he said well there was no strategy we uh, you know no one bid for him he went unsold twice we called him back we were like okay let's let's probably try our luck we'll we'll give it a bid maybe 2 maybe 3 uh, if it goes more than 25 we're not going to want him and there is the paddle for 20 and he was sold for base price and so i mean the quality of a player like rishank devadiga uh, cannot be understated so i i definitely think they've got a steal in him uh and i really hope he stays injury free because if he forms that partnership with uh, maninder singh and sukesh hegde it's going to be something to watch out for well we'll see if uh, bengal after the maiden <coughs> title can retain it and um, not having spent huge uh, amounts but there is one player that i uh, highlighted and i wanted to speak to you about is uh, rahul gulia uh, the young player that was I'll kept being mentioned that he was an uncapped player he's he's a first timer in the league why so much money for him uh it's it's uh, surprising to all of us honestly uh, none of us could really make uh, uh, make sense of that because i mean he's listed as an all-rounder but to be very honest um he isn't the most attacking defender if i can put it that way um he is certainly capable of pulling off uh, you know those tackles those ankle holds uh but he isn't really an out and out all-rounder like you 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 probably want to equate him with the likes of let's say Deepak Nivasuda who consistently puts in those tackles um consistently puts out those ankle holds and even off late Rahul Chaudhary started to do that so um, i think they're looking at a very aggressive type of a uh, uh, you know raider in uh, uh 
Rohit Gulia more than anything, and uh, that's why he's been paid that uh, sort of money. Uh, 83 lakhs from the Haryana Steelers is a lot of money. Um, they were uh, like obviously looking to get someone to complement uh, Vikas Kandola on their side, and uh, they've got their man. But is he even dependable on the defending defensive front? Is something that I'm a little skeptical about. Well, he comes from the, the state that's often associated with the sport, Haryana. So they must know a little yeah. bit uh, about uh, the talent that the young man probably possesses. So we'll see how he goes on. But a lot of pressure on him already with that sort of uh, price tag. Um, the problem for me now is that we had a blockbuster auction. There was you know, a lot of surprises, a lot of big names that were in it, involved in it because of the re- uh, release list. How are we going to get through the next two months waiting for the tournament to start? I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> because I am so looking forward to it. I want it to start next week. I know it's not possible, but this is how much my ex- excitement is at the moment. And I'm genuine about this because I'll be able to watch uh, the, uh, the matches as well. Um, and two months is too long. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, it certainly is too long. But uh, at this stage, I'll take what I'm given. Uh, because it's taken one and a half years you know, for the Pro Kabaddi League to happen. It's finally here. The auction took place. Uh, they're saying that the season is going to start in December. And I'll take it. Even if it starts on December 31st, I will take it. Because Kabaddi is coming back. I don't want them to say that, listen, oh, okay, COVID's back. And we're going to push it by five more months. And that wait continues until next year and oh, all let's, that. Let, so, let's hope that's not the case. Uh, let's yeah. hope um, <laughs> fans are somehow allowed in. Uh, because I think they may play a huge, huge part. We know that in every sport. Um, but I, I'm assuming that they're still planning to do the same sort of rotation uh, in different sta- uh, stadiums uh, where they'll play um, four or five matches. That is same for- format. Um, I actually, I, I think the 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 recent report that we saw says that the matches will actually happen in Bangalore. Um, All of the, them. Yeah, yeah, in the Kandirva Stadium. Uh, is what we're hearing because obviously Bangalore has a good uh, accommodation capacity. Um, so it, it might happen in Bangalore is what we're hearing. Uh, although there absolutely is no sense of confirmation at all on that. Uh, but if it does, I'll be sad that I can't go out of my city. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's it's happening here and uh, I can take friends, I can introduce them to the sport and all of that. So there's a pro, pro, pros and cons that go with, uh, with it happening in Bangalore. So, I mean... Uh, I'm just hoping it happens, you know, wherever it uh, wherever it is, it should happen. That's all that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and I think it will happen. I mean, everything's going the right way. Um, fingers crossed. So let's hope it continues that way and we see company because it's been too much of a wait. You've seen three, four seasons yourself. I've only had one season. That was my introduction one. But now I'm, you know, I really, really want to see this season because I'll be really invested a lot more than last time. Um, but... Just to finish um, in terms of the actual tournament, so just like other sports, uh, I think Pro Kabaddi League seems to have a good organisation behind it from the commissioner, from what you say and what have you, the way they bring in young players and the way they've made this into a truly incredible sport that's uh, pure entertainment as well. But they, they haven't released the fixtures, they haven't released the format with two months to go. Uh, they're, they're certainly going to take all the time it takes. Um, there's no doubt about it because obviously there's there's nothing much that we know right now. Um, you know, we, we have no idea. The thing going. I find about Indian sports uh, federations, you know, the, 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 you, there's no proper 
I mean, we'll probably have the <laughs> cricket fixtures for the from the ECB in November, something like that, for next season. And the football season, as you know, the fixtures come out in June for the following yeah. season. Um, um, India needs to get a little bit better with this. I know COVID's <laughs> a factor, but still, you know, plan for uh, a bubble environment. But let everybody know when it's happening. So we can put it in yeah, our diary. I mean, we're all we're all waiting. I, I mean, I I can't tell you how much I'm waiting for it. Uh, well, just got to wait and see when it's coming out and uh, hope for the best. I think. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, I'm so looking forward to speaking to you more about it. Uh, you've given us a brilliant insight into the auction, as always, my friend. So I can't thank you enough for that. Just whetted our appetites even more. We just have to wait now a couple of months. Uh, and uh, I'm sure the excitement will build once again. But a fantastic auction. Lots to talk about there in terms of the big names that were sold. But um, thank you as well. I appreciate you taking time out and uh, talking about our second favourite, third favourite sport. Or is it on par with first? I don't know. It's there. It's there anyway. But thank you, my friend. You stay safe. And uh, no doubt I'll talk to you about another sport very soon. Anytime, all the time, uh, ready to talk with you, Bharat. Thank you so much again. Uh, great to talk about you finally after a very long time and hope it uh, starts soon. You take care. See you. Thank you. Bye-bye.